Welcome back, everybody, to episode 23 of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and sitting right next to me, and I can say that now because we're sharing the same couch, uh, my co-host, Taylor Salmon. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's a live studio audience tonight. Yes. And by that, I mean Pat and his girlfriend are sitting on the couch next to us. Yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a first for us. Um, I'm really excited to see uh, to see the audience's reactions. As Taylor, we talk about you have them. a Saturday Night Live voice, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, it's more of a it's more of a price prices prices right kind of voice. Okay. Um, Cue the music. But it's uh, live from Reseda, California. It's Pop Cop, the pop culture podcast. And what with that, that, perfect. <laughs> Wait, we'll roll those sweet smooth jams. Waka waka. There you go. All right, so on the nerd news front, <coughs> um, we talked last week about uh, these possible Star Wars Episode Eight titles. Which were all bullshit, by the way. Exactly. But coming up fairly soon is Star Wars Celebration London, and mm. uh, there has been um, what has appears to be a leaked poster. Yeah, with a title on it, similar to the one we saw for the Force Awakens, so it has a little bit of validity, a little bit more cred. Yeah, Uh, and it was actually well, it was actually in a marquee and stuff too, so it wasn't just some like bullshit Photoshop thing, you know. But the title is is uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: Fall of the Resistance, which feels right. You know what I mean? As far as uh, it's much better than the ones we heard. Last week. Well, let's put it this way: it feels it feels very much in line with what the the titles in the series kind of do. You have yeah. a New Hope, and then you have a, the Empire Strikes Back, and this feels like sort of the Empire Strikes Back to, yeah, the New Hope that is the Force Awakens. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I think it's uh, it's cool. Um, it's you know, it's not necessarily like the most um, creative title. You know, I mean, it's pretty. Were it's any pretty, of them? It's pretty obvious, <laughs> but I think it works. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. If, if that ends up being the final title, I I will not hate it in the slightest. Even I, though it I is a little, be. you know. Eh. How about you, live studio audience? Yeah, I didn't know they had named it explicitly. Well, it's rumored. Yeah. So. Yeah. But how would you feel about that? Uh, what was the Fall of the resistance. Cool, he's into it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Beautiful. The studio audience approves. Yeah. We should add like a, like a clap track. Yeah, what? We'll yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to say that. And then oh, I'm probably not going to do it. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much the news. Uh, yeah. I think it'll work. Uh, yeah, I think it I think it works well with like Ryan Johnson's, uh, you know, he's probably going to make a darker mm-hmm. Star Wars movie. Yeah. So uh, I think that works fine. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Moving on. Um, it's no news that Cable is going to be in Deadpool 2. Unless you didn't stay for the credits. I mean, I think we've talked about it on the podcast. Though. No, I know, but there's a lot of people. There's still those idiots who don't stay for the credits of Marvel movies. Wait, you mean there are people in the world who have both not seen Deadpool and don't listen to this podcast? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a third world to me. Yeah. Um, people in Cambodia haven't yeah. listened to Deadpool or listened to us and seen Deadpool. So. Or, or listen to Deadpool, the yeah. audiobook. Uh, <laughs> Chimichangas, the audiobook by David, uh, by, by David Deadpool. Um, but Ron Perlman wants to play Cable, and he's actually like doing a sort of campaign, right? To, he's yeah, like, he's vying to try to play that role. 
Yeah, and I think out of uh, people that we've heard about or people that have been speculated for the role, I think Ron Perlman would just slap a fake like red eye on him, mm. give him a metal arm. I think he would look like a badass fucking cable, dude. I think he would be a good cable. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, and I, to be honest, I'm more of a fan of kind of the Steve, Stephen Lang type, who's yeah. also been sort of one of those people that's kind of been vying for this role, you know, on social media and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just I feel like Ryan Reynolds and Stephen Lang would have a way better dynamic than someone like Ryan Reynolds and Ron Perlman. Not because they would Think have about a like bad Hellboy, though. They would have not because they would have a bad dy- by na- uh, dynamic together, but they they're sort of similar personalities in a certain respect. You know, they do yeah. the same kind of thing where it's a little bit tongue in cheek. And I All feel right, like so Stephen Lang would be more like Serious. That's what I'm saying. I think okay. you. I think you need someone like, for instance, like in in Deadpool, you have Colossus, who is the straight man yeah, to yeah. Deadpool. You need that with Cable. You know, you need that sort of that differentiation for that dynamic to work. I could see that. Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm not against Stephen Lang again, as Deadpool or as, as as Cable as all. I think it's a yeah. great idea. I just got kind of giddy because with this like with this campaign, there was like a picture of Ron Perlman, yeah. like. That they had like photoshopped to look like cable, and, mm-hmm. and it just looked fucking cool. So exactly, I just got excited and, about and it. see, I feel the same way about Ron Perlman. I wouldn't hate it, but I just you know, there's something about that that I feel like could possibly potentially not work. Yeah. You know? Oh, and now same, that we're same talking thing with about it, Lang, I though, can too. totally see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dude, this is like the quickest nerd news we've ever done. Yeah, that's okay. Um, people want to hear the good stuff, man. We gotta yeah. get through the through the other stuff quickly. I mean, and like that's pretty much all I have to say about that too. I think mm-hmm. it could work, but I would also be happy with Lang. Mm-hmm. Happy with Lang. Happy with Lang. Happ- happened in with Lang. That's basically what that sounded like. Dude, that's the new uh, that's the new spinoff series to Avatar. Happened in with Lang. <laughs> it's like the Better Call Saul to um, yeah. to Breaking Bad. Absolutely. Um, so Michael Keaton was gonna be in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Then he wasn't gonna be in Spider Man. Yes. Wait, did we talk about this last week? Uh, I can't remember. So I don't. I don't believe we did. Well, he's I, gonna I be like in Spider Man again. Yeah. Well, okay. So originally he was not supposed to be in Spider Man, and then now he's in Spider Man. And what I love about this is that Birdman is going to play again oh a Birdman. So that's that's no. I, I in all seriousness, I think this is a uh, Michael Keaton. Oh my god, I cannot fucking talk today. Michael Keaston. Michael Michael Keaston. Um, I love. I fucking love Michael. Keaton. I love my. <laughs> he's such a good actor. I love Michael Keaton, he and I think Bassman once. Oh man, it's like he's like he's like a giant fish superhero. Oh dude, wait! Michael I Keaton thought that was, was great. I thought I thought it was a, like a DJ or something. <laughs> That's Bassman. Oh, oh, okay, I get it. But now. That's Polly Shore. Polly Shore <laughs> plays Bassman. <laughs> <laughs> In the bass now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, it's the sequel to Encino Man, starring bar, starring Pauly Shore as yeah, Base exactly, Man. Exactly. Um, no, I, you know, I think uh, I think it's a very inspired choice for Vulture, which is who he's rumored to be playing. Yeah, yeah. They haven't um, they haven't announced that. Uh, yeah, but I, that that's it, who he's playing. That, but the bad guy for the movie is supposed to be Vulture. So that yeah. makes total sense. Yeah, you know absolutely. that casting. So I think it's um it'll it'll be good. It'll be um, a younger Adrian Toomes than I think uh, mm-hmm. than I think we've ever seen. like in the comic books. He's He's fucking. He's an old ass. Yeah, man. he's like, cri- like, sort of he disheveled is. and like. I feel like you're about to say shit. the crypt keeper. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say just crippled, but he's not crippled. But you know what I mean. He's, he's like, just old as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's no spring chicken, you know. Oh, um, playing all yeah. the bird, the bird uh, metaphor there. I actually didn't even intend to do that. So thank you. <laughs> Damn, I should have never said that. It's okay. It, it works. <laughs> um, 
No, yeah. I'm, okay, so... Do you think they're going to give him old man makeup, or do you think they're just going to make him no, a little bit younger? I think he's going to be younger, and to be honest, I think, um, especially if they're using him in this movie, that, you know, I ultimately what they want to do... You is the tell, Sinister Six. They're going to build try to build up to Sinister of Six. Of course. Again. Of course. And I feel like... But they're going to do it right. Ke- exactly. Well, hopefully. Kevin Feige put his hand on Sony's shoulder, and he goes, don't be DC. Yeah. Don't jump straight to the ensemble film. Yeah. Do what we did. Mm-hmm. Six years from now, you'll have a badass mm-hmm. Sinister Six movie. And Sony exactly. was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. And then and then Kevin Feige was like, all right, let's get with the foreplay. <laughs> um, all right, let's start teasing this yeah, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Um, which was Civil War. Yeah. Um, but no, what I'm really excited about is that, you know, and I don't think we've really talked about Homecoming really that much. Um, yeah. But slightly. I thought this this might be a good time to talk about that movie because, you know, I really, I can't stress how excited I am for that movie. Not because of what we've seen from Peter Parker, which obviously that's going to be good shit. You know, the Peter Parker we've seen in Civil War. I'm what, s- I still have a residual boner from, yeah. from his performance. It's definitely been more than four hours is what, you, what you're I saying. I should call a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I'm really excited about is that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the Peter Parker we know, and it's going to be in high school, and it's not going to be a fucking origin story, right? Which makes me so happy. And but, Aunt May's hot. And Aunt May's hot. Um, MILF, for sure. Bordering on on cougar territory. I would say she it's an A-ILF. A- oh, yeah, that's true. An ant, I'd That's like true. But, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, she's... An uh, elf. An elf. An elf. A elf. Like an elf, but with an A. <laughs> An elf starring Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> uh, no, what I what I really um, what I really love about what this movie is hopefully going to do is it's going to return Peter Parker to where he works best, and that's high school. Absolutely, you know what I mean. I w- I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, the Ultimate Comics. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Um, not to say that Amazing Spider Man isn't amazing because it is. P- Peter Parker, in his own right now, is like a billionaire philanthropist yeah. with Parker Industries. Yeah. He's really kind of where he was meant to go as mm-hmm. he was like his end goal as a high school student was to be the fucking genius, rich ass scientist. Yeah. Uh, so I to be the Tony Stark. Yeah. So he's he's there now, and I appreciate it. But something I really loved uh, was the Ultimate Spider-Man, which was just sixteen-year-old mm-hmm. Peter Parker with anime hair, and he he was he was just he was he was a kid. Yeah, he was a kid fighting. Yeah, things way beyond his fucking abilities. Yeah, and he always came through in the end. Yeah, like, due I to his intellect and his smarts. But exactly the idea, and that's yeah, absolutely, dude. And I think that's one of the best things is like, okay, you have to handle saving the world, but you also have to handle like asking the girl out on a date. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I didn't really prom. buy that Andrew Garfield couldn't ask out a girl. I was exactly. Like, You're fucking out of shit. Totally. Bro. Well, and <laughs> I I was thinking about this earlier today, and I think both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. In retrospect, after seeing Tom Holland, were way too fucking old way to be playing old, that dude. role. You know, like they were, I didn't they even were... realize Andrew Garfield was too old until I saw Tom Holland. Like exactly. I knew, I fucking knew exactly. Tobey Maguire was too old. Yeah, that fucking scene when he slaps his hand on the side of the bus and he rips like yeah. the prom poster off. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, this dude is like, this guy's good. This guy's got a fake ID, right? He's just yeah. like going back to college to like molest little girls, right? No like, high school. <laughs> yeah, no, like there's no like there's no way that yeah, exactly. he's a fucking high school student. And so yeah, no, it's it's going to be nice to see hopefully um, the purest form, the purest interpretation of Spider Man that we've seen. One thing that I'm really excited for with this movie, though, and I've I've been saying this for years, and again, maybe this is a little precursor to our to our main topic, but 
What I've always wanted to see. How are you going to connect these two? Oh, you'll, you'll, oh, you'll see. I'm excited. Wait, 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 wait. What I've I, always. I prepare myself for this. You've got to. You've got to. All right, go ahead. Right, get in the preposition. Go ahead. So what I've always wanted to see from a Spider-Man movie was very much what the James Bond movies do in their opening sequences. And that's basically oh, okay, just yeah. that one-off yeah, villain. Yeah. And I would love to see like a Spider-Man. Like the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, even more so than that, where it's, um, where it's like not even necessarily connected to the rest of the plot, but you just yeah. have that little 10-minute action sequence where literally after the title credit, Peter Parker swings in and he's fighting fucking Electro or whoever. I think that's whoever, too big. You know? so, but, yeah, yeah. But like you know what I mean? Stilt Something, man. So, that's like what I'm saying. He fucking stilt man. Like you have, he defeats him super easily. You have that sort of one-off villain that you do. And they, and they kind of did that with, with Rhino and yeah, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, but yeah. that was more of a bookend thing as opposed to For just sure. being an opening sequence. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just really hope that they that they do something different and interesting like that that we haven't that seen would... before. Hey, Kevin Feige, if you're listening, exactly. You're so, not, but but yeah. So uh, enough about Spider-Man: Homecoming. But no, I'm I really think that excited. Would be great man, like uh, I'm really excited. For don't that do it as one of the Sinister Six characters because you yeah. know you want those to be like the main mm-hmm. bad guys of a film. But yeah, totally. Like someone like Stiltman or Boomerang. Yeah. Do someone like uh, someone real small. Yeah. And Some like uh, he just. He or it you shows even, it shows that he's that that he is a proficient Spider-Man. Yeah, he knows or what you he's even, doing. Or you even do something, or you even do something like that's a little the someone that's a little more well known, but not per se like a consistent member. Because uh, I don't know if is Scorpion ever been a member of the Sinister Six. Yeah, there's there's so many but, iterations of the Sinister exactly. Six. Yeah. But you have something like Scorpion where it's this really like far out villain. And it's yeah. like, how do you explain that movie in, in a movie like that? Well, you don't have to because he starts fighting the guy and then he's done and then it's you're over. You know, it's yeah. over with and it's and, and you're on. Um, dude, so, yeah, why aren't we writing I'm, Spider-Man movies? I know, dude. That's, I, <laughs> if John Francis Daly and uh, the other dude who I can't name, his writing partner, uh, can write a Spider-Man movie, then we can. They're the guys who wrote the vacation movie. Oh, yeah, I could write that. Yeah. For and sure. they wrote the incredible Burt Wonderstone as well. So, oh man, I love that movie. Yeah, it was did you fucking, hear that sarcasm that in my voice? Awful, dude. That movie. That sarcasm was very prevalent in my voice right now. Um, but yeah, so I wish they would do more of a Bond style sort of opening sequence. That would be fucking thing, cool, man. You never know. I would be super into it. Yeah. Um, we literally are only. Hey, Pat's like humping the air right now. It's yeah. kind of hot, dude. He's he's loving the sweet sooth. Va- sweet. Oh my god, the sweet sooth. Dude, guys, I think Taylor's having a stroke. I, c- I cannot fucking talk to him. The sweet, stroke. smooth Help. sounds of our voices. <laughs> it's the, it's the triple, it's the triple S sweet, smooth sounds. There you go. It's hard to say, um, dude. We only have one more nerd news piece left, and we're only at fifteen minutes. We need to keep talking about Spider Man a little bit. Spider Man, yeah. I'm kind of into it. Joel's right now like, that we're into it. I love Spider Man. He's kind of into talking about it. Yeah, a little no, bit. hey man, I you know I just. Um, and you know what's even cooler is like if Tony Stark's coming into the universe, yeah, it could even be like a non-Spider-Man villain that he, like that opening sequence. It doesn't have to be a Spider-Man bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it could just be, be a bad guy. It could be fucking. He's in New York. It could be fucking anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, could be Baron Zemo. It could be anybody that pops up in any of those. Oh, movies. how cool would that be? Yeah, that'd be dope, man. Just thinking about the possibilities that like gets me excited. Oh yeah, I forgot that I wasn't talking. Yeah, I, you're just like I've oh. Just been f- because I'm just uh, thinking. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah I don't really... Because, yeah, it would be less cool, I think, if it was just like, oh, he stops like a bank heist, and it's just like a bunch of masked dudes that don't really yeah, matter. Yeah, just bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it needs to be like something like uh Someone we recognize where yeah, it's like yeah, literally sure. the first thing we see is like some cool villain 
And then you're like, all right, cool. This is all, like we're getting, we're jumping right into it, you know. But so Pat opens up Netflix, and I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to be able to watch it right now. It's a natural <laughs> reaction. That's what it is. It's a natural reaction. He puts on Hulu next. <laughs> Studio audience is is losing interest. Uh, this is where we need the fake laughing yeah, and yeah, clapping right, right now. <laughs> no, I just don't know how he thinks he's going to watch anything without sound. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's, that's funny, dude. Um, but uh, yeah. What you have to do is, uh, so what's happening right now, studio audience, is that uh, <laughs> Hulu says that there's a corrupted uh, file. No, no. So what you have to do is go into your save files, or no, where where you keep your applications, delete Hulu, re-download it. Is all you have to do. Why? I've done this that's, a that's few really times. That's really weird. Why yeah, do you no, have to do that? I don't shit? know. It sucks, but I've had to do it a few times. Hulu brought to you by our friend uh, Kirsten Portillo. Or Portillo, Portillo, however the fuck you say her last name. I don't know. We have a social media um, streaming mafia in our house. We only really pay for Netflix, <laughs> but we yep. have Netflix. We have HBO Go. We and have you, Hulu you, Plus. You don't even pay for Netflix. You get it from your family, correct? Yes, but I have Amazon Prime. So ah, there you go. But that we basically have we basically have everything, um, and we don't pay for shit. Yeah, right? I definitely need to get that HBO. It's go. like a trading. To, it's like a trading get, system. I need to get that HBO Go password from you. What are you gonna give me? Uh, my penis. I can get that anytime I want. That's true. Um, I don't know. What do you want? Name something. You want Spider Man co- Homecoming right now? Yeah. You yeah. want Spider Man? If you could provide like Spider Man Homecoming for me right now, uh, I would give you my HBO Go password. And and okay, can we talk uh, on a serious? <laughs> On a serious, it's not even yours, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but seriously, um, one of the things I love about the title of this is that it implies not only that it's a return to form for the character, but literally, it, homecoming is a high school thing. Like, yeah. I love oh. the fact that oh, how sure. how how well the title. Do you title, think he's gonna go to the dance? In well, the movie? I, I have a feeling. <laughs> obvi- I mean, that has to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be. Co- I mean. I don't see any other reason for calling it Spider-Man Homecoming other than those two things. It's, it's, a, it's a return to form for character, and it's saying he's in high school and have to yep. deal with high school bullshit. You it's know? beautiful. Really? You guys need me to do this right now? All right. I'm going to sign into this Hulu real quick. Yeah. So it's just um, – I'm just going to sit here and bullshit while Joel's you – know, No, I can not talk talking. and type at the same kidding. time. I'm not <laughs> mentally challenged. No, so. I know. I know. Um, um, we, can, we can finally move on. Um, yeah. So, how do you feel about Jennifer Lawrence as uh, Mystique? Like, just as, as, like, a whole? I think Mystique as a whole is pretty good uh, when she's portrayed by Jennifer Lawrence. I actually, <laughs> I actually prefer... That was well said. That, that, that came out really weird. But um, I actually prefer Rebecca Romaine to Jennifer Stamos? Lawrence. Yeah. Well, she's not Rebecca Romaine Stamos <laughs> anymore, but... Um, there's just something about Re- Rebecca Romaine that that just I don't I feel like maybe younger Mystique is not as interesting as an older Mystique and that could be it. Um I but see that. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem against her. I'm I'm curious to see how she's going to be portrayed in this in this new movie because I'm pretty sure that Mystique has a sort of critical role in Apocalypse uh, as yeah. sort of like the person that brings the team together kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um so it'll it'll be fun to see that, but uh yeah, I mean uh, Okay, so apparently uh, she would love to do more X-Men movies. Really? But only if Fastbender and McAvoy also come back for more movies. She's, that it, makes it was sense. a quote that was uh, she needs that they more were sitting that around on set. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? 
they were sitting around on set, and apparently they all looked around at each other like, are you going to come back? And they're like, I don't know. Are you going to come back? I mean, I'll, I'll come back if you come back. Oh, God. <laughs> so apparently, like, they're only going to come back if the that other makes sense. comes back. And that I makes... can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, they're no. They're doing great jobs as the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it's... it's fan a, it's, reaction has been positive. To be honest, I think it's dependent on the necessities of where the next stories go. You know, after this trilogy, where are they going to take it? Are they going to take it into the 90s? Because that could totally work. You know, the characters yeah. are, that they're playing are finally getting older, and that, that works. But if they decide to do something like, for instance, you have Days of Future Past, which has the old Holly Berry and all the other X-Men movies, and yeah. then you have Apocalypse, which has young Storm. You know what I mean? So um, it's dependent on whether or not they want an older version of that character or yeah. they want the younger, you know, depending on where he's going to go. But, I, you know, I feel I like... I can't see them recasting I was going to say, again. it would be, it would be like, fucking stupid because yeah, those be, actors be are way still... too soon Those to actors are still young. Yeah. The only reason you recast is because Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen and all the older yeah. people in those movies were just too old to play the young versions of themselves. But they're finally getting... Like, they're finally getting this shit right. So, like, yeah. recasting... Again, well, so soon, <laughs> I think would be a mistake. <laughs> Apparently, and I mean, I don't I remember if we mentioned this, but Apocalypse is doing not so well as far as I have word heard. Of mouth. I have heard mixed reviews. That's what I'm saying, but it's not like it's not like First Class and Days of Future Past, yeah, where everybody yeah. came out really excited about those movies. My barber, you know? uh, her boyfriend works for Interscope Records, and uh, they got to go see uh, an early screening, and she very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of trust her opinion. She's slightly nerdy. Yeah. Um, so she, she slightly. went in. I mean, she like went in like knowing about the X-Men, right? Yeah. She wasn't just like a general audience member. Mm-hmm. And, she, uh, and she said that she liked it. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, we, we are, I have heard mixed reviews. I wouldn't doubt a review the on next, the next podcast. I was just going to say the next podcast is probably going to be an apocalypse review. Yeah. So we can find out in exactly one week from now. Yeah, uh, how how or, how we feel about the movie? Yeah, okay. not exactly a weekish. Yeah, a weekish ish, <laughs> give or take a few days. Yeah, because exactly. we're never consistent on this shit. Um, Diad, I think we've exhausted that topic. Mm-hmm. We have literally blown through nerd news. Yeah, and we are on to uh, oh no, one more thing, one more thing, one more ah. thing, one more thing, one more thing. What is it? Steven Spielberg uh-huh. thinks that virtual reality is bad for filmmaking. And why is that, Joel? He thinks that. Um, it gives people too many options uh, to explore a world as opposed to uh, following the path that uh, the storyteller has intended. Okay, so he's basically saying virtual reality gives you the ability to look at places that the filmmaker doesn't want you to look. Exactly. He wants you to be looking at this character at this moment, but instead you're... Focusing looking at a bag some, of chips on, on the tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You're like, oh man, I really a wish I could eat those fucking counter, Tapatio yeah. Doritos right now. Yeah. Instead of paying attention to what's happening in the action. Yeah. Which I, I, I would probably absolutely totally fucking do that. No, to totally. And especially if I went into a movie stoned. Yeah. I, I and and it was a virtual reality movie. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably just go find a couch and sit down. Like. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um. Um, Pat, Pat and Christina are watching Family Guy with, right now. With, with closed captioning on, and <laughs> it's still funny, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like laughing at it. Or and they're laughing know, at the fact that they're watching after the subtitles. 14, <laughs> no, but after 14 seasons of Family Guy, you, you don't even really the need the sound. Yeah, you can just hear the you know characters. The rhythm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can still laugh. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, 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 you like, know the voices, it. you can read them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, as, far as, as far as virtual reality is concerned, um, I think there's there's a way like okay I think that to a certain extent 
virtual reality, if used properly or improperly as a filmmaking tool, can yield negative results like Spielberg is saying. Yeah. But at the same time, I think there's advantages to it. And I think there's advantages to having a virtual reality realm and still being able to do a traditional film. You know, it's not like everybody's going to be making virtual fucking reality films. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 almost like 3D in a sense. You know, like it's for some people. I was just going to bring up, and yeah. And it's for, it's not for other people, you know. It's but just I think a matter, also, it's a matter of taste. But I feel like the one pitfall with it is that if it does start to break break through the main sort of industry, that it's going to be used as a gimmick like 3D has been. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But also like... So when you go to like Universal Studios Hollywood, right, and mm-hmm. you're on the rides, like yeah. you put your 3D glasses on at certain times. Yeah. Right? When you take the studio tour, you don't yeah. always have your glasses on. No. You put them on at certain points of the ride when they when they want to utilize the 3D, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see this being used as like you don't always have your VR goggles on, right? Mm-hmm. Say 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 that we were doing like Pacific Rim like six, right? And like uh you're watching like the regular film and then when they start to do the Jaeger shit you put on your VR goggles, yeah. right? Like, I could see it being, certain like, a more interactive movie it's experience. Where it's kind of like IMAX, almost, where it's, like, certain sequences yeah, yeah, are yeah. kind of feel, Yeah, exactly. Some, sh- some shit's VR, some shit's not. Exactly. And it would only be certain films, too. And it's something that comes to mind is, like, I don't know if you've heard about that new... Um, there's a new VR roller coaster at Six yeah. Flags of Magic yeah, yeah, Mountain, yeah. you know? And it's, like, stuff like that is perfect for VR because it Didn't totally you just get kicked out of a, a Six Flags? That was not recently. <laughs> that was, like, six months ago. But, okay. yes, I got kicked out of a Six Flags for trying to sneak marijuana inside. <laughs> it, was a, it was a vape Such pen. A so, so, to be fair, to be fair, it wasn't, like, a joint or something. But they kicked <laughs> me out, and they were like, oh, yeah, like, it can, it can be, uh, like, so, like... And I'm like, you motherfuckers sell beer here. Like, that's what? Come on. They told him it couldn't be like an intoxicating substance. They yeah. Like, and I was like, beer. you can't be intoxicated in the park. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, come ah, on. That's too good. I mean, I get it, but it's retarded. So, um, but yeah, no, I think, I think if used properly, VR could, could be really awesome. But yeah, I totally sure. see what he's saying at the same time. So, yeah. Um, I had, I had another point. On this, and then I started. And then you started watching Family, family guy. guy. Yeah, it was a joke where he was talking about NASCAR, and he was just screaming, "Go in a circle! Go in a circle! Go, go in a circle! circle. Advertise <laughs> stuff! Advertise stuff! Go in a circle!" Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. That's actually pretty fucking accurate, yeah, dude. Right? Uh, virtual reality. Um, Main topic. Yeah, I had one more thing I wanted to say on virtual reality. Well, uh, what were we just talking about before I brought up Six Flags? Oh, was it you that we were talking about the Choose Your Own Adventure movie? I believe so, yes. Like Pat and I and you yeah, were trying to... Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, I think VR goggles would be... Like, that's where you would fucking utilize VR goggles, man. Absolutely. It's a virtual reality yep. movie. Yeah, for sure. Like a choose-your-own-adventure virtual reality movie. That's mm-hmm. where you would use that shit. 100%. Absolutely. Also, no one steal that idea from us. God damn you, Joel. Why'd you have to say it on the podcast? I know. We just have to write it before they do. Yeah. So this is the end of Pop, 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 Culture Podcast. I gotta go write. Let me just end it. And I go <laughs> and write. that's the end. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on to the uh, the main topic. So we have a main topic, and it is uh, numbered double zero seven. It's about James Bond, everybody. Double mm-hmm. seven. Yes. The f- well, more so, more so the future of James Bond than yeah. anything else. Well, so the studio um, reportedly offered Daniel Craig... And I'm going to put my pinky finger up to my mouth for this because it sounds mm-hmm. dangerously... Um, Austin Powers-esque. Austin Powers and like 
villain-esque. They offered him $100 million to play James Bond again, and he was like, no, I don't need $100 million. Thank you, though. But to be fair, that $100 million was for two movies, so, I mean... It's a hundred million dollars. I know, but that's you know you have to remember that's another six years of your life. And Daniel Craig is nearing his fifties, so he's getting real old, and it's really hard to do. It's a hundred million dollars. I know. Well, no, I completely agree. I'm just saying that's probably the reason why he turned it down. I would do anything for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you would. But also, if anyone listening to this podcast has a hundred million dollars, I will do Daniel anything. Craig. Daniel Craig did Spectre, and he also admitted that he did that movie just for the money. He said he yeah. fucking couldn't stand playing James Bond anymore. Oh, there's but he, a huge thing where he called him a misogynist and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was talking shit on James Bond. Of course. On yeah, like, he's, the press he's, runs and I, stuff. He's fucking done with the character. Yeah. You know, but, but the fact that um, they had the balls to offer him $100 million. Yeah. And you know yeah. that they were just like, we don't want to recast already. Yeah, they're like, God damn it, it's only been four movies. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but dude, wouldn't you do it for $100 million? It depends, you know. It depends how where I was in my life, and you know, okay. as an actor, you're, you're Daniel Craig, dude. But now, but James now, Bond is not the only movie you're making. But now, you know? put your pinky up to your mouth and say one hundred million dollars. Now, would you do it? Yes. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Does that no, I mean sound? it's That's it's a lot of money. It sounds it's it's a lot of money, but you have to remember Daniel Craig has probably been making a lot of money off these movies and money before. If you've got two hundred, three hundred million dollars in the bank. And you get a hundred million dollars is is the amount that some movies just make, like that's or that like, that's what their budget, is, their whole budget is. Yeah, that's like that's like oh man, uh, I'm trying to think of just like a shitty movie right now. Like oh, the Fault in Our Stars. Like they probably yeah, like, they probably didn't even make a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, totally. In, in fucking no, box absolutely. Like, most most movies don't even don't even make that much in box office. And that's revenue, just but, for one dude. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you know, it's it's a Bond movie. These movies cost two hundred two hundred fifty million dollars now. So it's you know it's expected that you'd pay top dollar for the you know the person. But a million of, dollars is a lot of money. I know. Fifty million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, well, I mean the 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 role's physically demanding, dude. A hundred million dollars is all the money in the world. I know, but in it's my also, brain, that's like all the about, money that exists. Absolutely, it's also about star power, though, too. You know what I mean? Like Daniel Craig has been recognized as one of the best Bonds, and that's people true. flock to Daniel Craig Bond movies. All of the Bond movies he's been in have been some of the highest grossing. I mean, granted, you have inflation to take take into account for this, but have <laughs> been that? some of the highest grossing Bond movies of all time. You know, it's because people love his... I mean, me in particular, I've seen all four of his movies in theaters, you know. I had yeah. never seen it before the Pierce Brosnan ones any... Well, I wasn't born then, but, you know, the point being that, you know, this is sort of uh, this generation's Bond, so, you know, it uh, it's it's perfect for the times, but... Looking forward, I think... You know what they should do? What's that? Bring back Pierce Brosnan. That would actually be really interesting if they just brought <laughs> right, back, right. like, like an the old, old Bond. Bond yeah. yeah, just for one. Like, bring back fucking... Tim- just for funsies. Uh, not, uh, is it Timothy Dalton that did, like, two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bring yeah. back Timmy Dal- the Timothy Dalton for one. That'd be funny. Uh, so the news was that, that he turned down yeah. $100 million uh, to play Bond again, but also uh, Slash Film... Which is really kind of like just really what – if we ever talk about news – That's uh, where we get our news from. We're, we're, just, it's, we're it's, just on it's, Slash Film. It's Slash Film and Collider. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, which is funny because I've written for Collider. You'd think I would just go to Collider. Yeah. 
I love Collider. That's my go-to. Slash Film's my backup. But I, I mean, I've been reading Slash Film since high school before I... They uh, got big and shit, Well, before yeah. I wrote for Collider. Yeah. So I, that's just where I go. Yeah. Um, but Slash Film wrote a 11 people who should play Bond next. Yes. List. Yes. And, uh, and we're going to go through it. Yeah. And I'm going to skip the first... I'm going to skip the first person because um, I think it's one of the best options. I'm also going to skip the second person because I think it's one of the best options. And we're going to go straight into uh, a man named Dan Stevens. Uh, he's 33. They're putting the ages on these. I don't know why. Uh, he was in a movie called The Guest. Have you heard of this movie? Yes, I have heard of it. I believe it was directed by, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? He's in everything now, <laughs> which doesn't help you with anything. John Favreau? No, <laughs> he's uh, it's an uh, Australian dude. Um, Oh my god. Hold on. I'm retarded. Just What else has he done? He uh he's an actor and he directed um Oh, my oh god. is it uh You know, oh my god, I feel like such a retard. Right now. <laughs> is hold, it on, hold on, hold on. Hold wait, on. wait, I got this. Don't fucking tell me. I I got this shit. Uh uh ooh, uh, uh, ooh, uh, uh I I think I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking I about, think, dude. I I mean, I think I know who you're talking about. Is it uh um, What's his fucking name? He's like that, like hot Australian dude. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I I'm I'm actually totally wrong on this. Oh, so. you bastard! It's Adam Wingard that directed. The I movie. don't know who that is, but I want to know who you were I thinking was, about. Oh my god, it's Joel Edgerton. Oh, that's god, not I who I was. Why, thinking of. I don't know why I couldn't think of his <laughs> name. I, I for some reason I'm sorry. I was totally misinformed there. So just that's disregard not, that. That's like not not who yes, I was thinking of at but all. But yes, I've think uh, I've seen the guest. I, no, what I was thinking of is the gift. That's what Joel Edgerton directed, not the guest. Uh, the gift. Yes. No, no, no. The gift. Adam Adam Wingard no, no, did. No, uh, you're next. The gift was uh, uh, the dude that did uh, the Silver Linings Playbook. Really? Yeah. And I'm forgetting that guy's name too. God, we're doing real good right now. Yeah, this is some this is some grade A podcast. <laughs> this is why we're so good because we're always oh Russell, s- did so David O. Russell. S- well, no, yeah, David O. Gift. Russell. But no, look, the gift director Joel Edgerton, and he also wrote it. The actor Joel Edgerton. I think we're thinking of. I'm thinking of the wish. You're thinking of joy. Joy, yeah, with, I am thinking with of Jennifer joy. Lawrence. This what is terrible, f- dude. This is terrible. <laughs> I feel like we should just start over. No, with no, this. we're just gonna move on before before yeah, anything else. Exactly. Goes wrong. This, is, this just was the most terrible like thing ever. <laughs> uh, so this happens when you smoke marijuana. Yeah. Um, and then this is what happens when you're not prepared, like we are every podcast. But then you smoke marijuana. The pot bongs literally killed us. The fucking pot bongs, man. The pot bongs. Dan Stevens was in Downton Abbey. Yeah. That's. I don't even know why I brought the the guest up. He's. In well, he was in Downton Abbey. Yeah, but he, it's Downton Abbey's much more popular. Yes. Um, I don't know much else about him. Uh, he looks good in a suit. He can hold a gun. Uh, I would say no. <laughs> I mean, I okay. Well, let's. I think the 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 biggest thing for me is that you know we we need to preface this this whole who should play Bond next conversation by saying that. It depends what kind of bond they're looking for. You know what I mean? Because you have your Roger Moore bond, who's a little more suave and, you know, sort of um, just all 
bravado, you know what I mean? And then you have your Craig Bond now, who's a little more hard-edged, but he's still sort of, with the later movies, sort of leaning towards that witty Bond that we always know. Yeah. And then you always have, like, the t- you, know, you have Timothy Dalton. You have different iterations of Bond, you know what I mean? Bond is the same character, but you have different takes on him. And I think, to be honest, part of the reason why they put age on this post is because with dif- with different you know younger and older actors you're getting different things you know what i yeah. mean and for me one of the things i would love and we've seen it a little bit with um with the roger moore stuff and the later connery stuff is a bond that's older you know what i mean well, i would love craig right now i'd like a younger bond well most I mean, bonds have been he was like... in his 30s when he started doing these dude he's been doing these for almost 10 years now man you have to you have to yeah. remember that you know what i mean so go for so, like a like a like an like a mid twenties bond. That would be cool. Like even someone who's like quote unquote fresh out of the academy kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's almost what they did with Casino Royale, where he was like just becoming the double O agent. But you can yeah, even go further true. back than that's that. That's true. But see, it all depends on 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 what you what they want to do with the character. Like this list can only do so much. But at the end of the day, like all of these actors are good actors yeah. in certain respects. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for instance. Um, Dan Stevens is really good at certain things, but that doesn't make it, uh, you know, sort of better or worse than someone else, like David Oyelowo. Um, Dude, I think, I, you I think it. how you say it, David Oyelowo. I can't say do. anything else, but I can say the <laughs> most fucking confusing name perfectly. You just don't have to think about it. You just got to say it. Yeah. Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Okay, so did David Oyelowo, forty? Yeah. Years which old, is, which is was someone, in Selma. Mm-hmm. He played MLK, mm-hmm. and someone who's a little bit older, you know, and could could do that sort of uh, someone who's seen a little bit more and is someone who's a little bit more grizzled, you know, that kind of thing. Um, not saying that they should cast someone in their fucking sixties, you know what I mean? Because that's obviously <laughs> a stupid uh, thing. Grandpa, Bond. but to see someone that starts maybe where maybe where Daniel Craig is leaving off, you know yeah. what I mean, and then sort of taking that even further. But again, so yeah, I think it's interesting. I think. People are starting to realize that all of our bonds have been whitewashed a lot, you yeah. know, and that we sort of need to start seeing a little bit more variety with sort of the ethnicity and the race kind of thing. Yeah, so. I was going to save one of my options t- un- un- until the end, but it, while we're talking about David Oyelowo, nailed it. Yes. Um, if yes. I think a lot of people want to see a black bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. um, I think that if we're going to go that way, um, not that I don't think that Oyelowo is a good actor. Nailed it. Um, I would rather have Idris Elba. I agree, and that's been a, and yeah. that has been a popular I opinion. I think for oh, over yeah. a year that's, now. Oh, that's it's been, been a long a thing time. For a yeah. long time. I would love even to before, see even an, an Idris Elba bond. Even before fucking Spectre came out, people were like, "Who's the next Bond going to be?" Idris Elba, and I was like, well, "Fucking Luther." It would like, be fucking perfect, uh, dude. He's got the authority, and I love. See, that's what I love about it is that I feel like. I feel like, and okay, maybe this is like shitty to say, but I feel like Idris Elba as James Bond checks a lot of the boxes, you know? Oh, he does. He's got the suaveness. He's uh, something we haven't seen as far as race and ethnicity and skin color. He's also um, someone who's in his, you know, 40s, who's a little bit older. And then he's also just a sexy motherfucker. And he's also exactly he's a, he's he's a good looking guy. Yeah. He fits all. He fits the mold of, good in a suit. of Bond while also. Maybe it's shitty to say that bringing something new to the character is casting a person of color, but I just feel like Idris Elba is a really interesting actor who could actually do something different, you know? 
regardless of his what he looks like. Like he would just portray the character very interestingly and you wouldn't know necessarily what to expect um with that portrayal, you know. And I mean even with Daniel Craig that's part of the the great thing about about Casino Royale is that you have such an interesting unexpected version of Bond, you know what I mean? After yeah. after 45 years of this character doing the same fucking shit every movie, you had a different interpretation that 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 actually was interesting and kept in still stayed in line with the character. So yes, with all that said, I think Idris Elba would be an excellent choice. So like yeah, unfortunately for Oyowo, I think Idris Elba is a much better option. Would yeah. you say that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Yep. Then moving on to Hugh Dancy, who I, I did not know was forty fucking years old. Yeah. No, he is. I he think he looks good for forty. I think Hugh Dancy would be a terrible choice. You think so? Yeah. I feel like he. First of all, he looks too much like Ben Wishaw, who portrays Q. Oh, he does. You know what I mean? Like he, 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 I mean, well, especially in the, especially in the picture we're looking at on this on this slash film article. Oh, we're on the same Um, page. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to be kind of prepared, even though we're not prepared. But does Um, he not? He does not look forty in this picture. No, he doesn't look forty, and he doesn't have the grit to play Bond. Like Bond has to have. He's got to be a man who can fucking kill a person. Oh yeah, I would I don't, not. I, would I don't. Not, I don't feel like yeah. Hugh Dancy could kill a person. That's for me is one of be my is bond. probably the worst uh, option on this. So list. we're gonna move on, and this actually, is actually my worst second, option. Second yeah. worst. This is second my worst. worst. Option. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Matthew Lewis, who, if you don't know, is a uh, Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter in series. In the Harry Potter series, yeah. I will say that as that series went on, he did get infinitely more fucking badass. Well, he also got he's infinitely not in, infinitely better looking yeah. too as the But he's not on. but he's not Bond badass. He's like no. he's like he's like Neville Longbottom badass, which is kind of like which is kind of like if you were that 6th grader who like accidentally knocked out the bully, like <laughs> you're, like you're not really exactly. cool, you just you happen to get a lucky stumble shot Stumble into in. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like happen to stumble upon the sort of Gryffindor. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. but I'm not. A, I'm not counting. <laughs> like he's not. He's not really Bond material. He just yeah. happened to get more attractive as he got older. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, he's not even that. He's he's not even Bond attractive. You know, he's like attractive compared to what he looked like as a kid. Yeah. But compared to the actors that have played Bond, he's not at that caliber. Not of, at all. Of, of attractiveness. Uh, he's 26. And yes, we're talking about the attractiveness of other men right oh, now. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. Objectively. We're, co- we're comfortable with that. Um, here, here's, the only, here's the only black man that I think could possibly could outweigh. Could possibly outweigh Idris Elba. And that yeah. is Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's actually, I thought it was Ejiofor. Ejiofor. Edgy, what I'm did not I say? Sure. You said Ejiofor. Ejiofor? Ejiofor. And wait, shit! Am I dyslexic? Edgy of four. I believe 100? it's edgy of four. No, it it is. I I I, I, I okay, looked at this good. word. Right, good. <laughs> I looked at this word and I read it wrong. No worries. I got you. It sounded a little dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> dyslexic when you said it. No. Okay. Yeah. Chuetel edgy of four. Yeah. Um, he's fucking awesome. Well, I think the the perfect movie to display Chuetel edgy of four is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Uh, it. Chiwetel Ejiofor's uh, badassness is actually Serenity because he oh plays like a bounty God. hunter. 
who fucking You're wields a sword and right and fucking he's he's amazing. No, he's not. He's it's not it's not objects in space. But he's the objects villain. He's space. the villain in in the movie. Oh no no yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm he's, sorry. I'm thinking he, of the uh, the assassin. The, yeah right, the right. yeah no, no I know in, yeah, <laughs> lost yeah. in space. Marijuana. This is what the pot. This is what the pot bong does to the, does does to the brain, folks. Um, no, he is phenomenal in Serenity. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good like sort of litmus test of what that, like, sort of the badass he can that like he last can fight off. scene in like the computer room. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, thinking of. That's, exactly. That that is a bond, and I'm yeah. I, and I'm only bringing this up to prove that I uh, that I know Serenity because. Yeah. I did fuck up right there, but I swear to God, I'm the biggest fucking fire. No, you fan. are. That's why I was surprised when you were like a lot objects in space. I was like, wait, what? Um, I, I got yeah, you. I, I got you. Uh, no, I blame the drugs. That, but that final fight scene in yeah. like in like that computer room, and he's mm-hmm. trying to uh, whatever the fuck he's trying to do for yeah. for yeah. Um, God, plot and things. Well, yeah, like the universe guy. He's trying to put the thing in the yeah. thing. You know Nathan what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And they're fighting. Yeah, Captain Universe. Captain Universe. Or whatever. What's his name in uh, Captain... Captain Deadpool? No, well, in his name in uh, Dr. Horrible. Oh, Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer. I don't know why I said Captain Universe. Well, no, because I think the computer dude is like something... Oh, really? Okay. Captain Universe, Moving right? on. Tangents aside, who is the next... Um, no, we're still talking about Chuetel. Who's... Edgia 4. Who's, who's your favorite... <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's so Deadpool. He's like, oh, why would you ever do that? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> when he's got the guy in the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think that um, if anything, that fight scene alone is like, damn, that's Bond. That's the audition. Yeah. But he also did really good in like The Martian. Like, you know, he's just like a good actor. Yes. Excellent actor. So he could do that, uh, that serious espionage part of it. Yeah, and then he could do the Bond fight scenes. Man, I, I kind of want to watch that final s- Serenity scene now. Yeah, too bad it's not streaming on Netflix anymore. Too bad I don't own a Blu-ray of it. Oh, I do. We'll do though. a live commentary of the of the scene. Dude, we should. Well, not not, right not in this episode. Not but right we now. need to. We need to do a con- like a commentary on a on a movie. What we can okay. do is like post How about this? it, How about this? post it, and then like talk about it. How about this? Time. Listeners, dear listeners, if you've made it this far into the episode and you like the idea of us doing a commentary on a movie or possibly a TV show or you know maybe a pilot of a cool you know, like a Serenity or something, uh, yeah. Firefly, let us know. Um, I know these know. kind of plugs work because I owe a couple people beers from the last episode. Ah, there you go. So um, let us know what you guys uh, think about us possibly doing a, some kind of voiceover commentary. But moving on, moving on to the next one, which I know you are highly, highly against, and you, it's not a personal thing. You can introduce this next person. So, uh, interestingly enough, I was actually when Joel brought up the idea of talking about this topic, I was going to bring up the possibility of what if there the next Bond was a female Bond? You know, what if uh, we totally try to break the mold entirely? You know, Bond is a character that you can only do so much with. And yes, the last couple movies have done really interesting things with the mythology of Bond and the way that we know, you know, the what we know about Bond as a character and, you know, all that good stuff. But just having a female character as, as that double O agent um, could be really interesting. And interestingly enough, 
the people at Slash Film also agree. They put they Rosamund do. Pike, um, who was, of course, actually, interestingly enough, a Bond girl her, uh, herself. She was in Die Another Day, yep. uh, the last Pierce Brosnan movie. Uh, she was really young when she when she was in that movie, but she's thirty seven, and I I don't necessarily think she's the right choice yeah. for Bond. Um, but I would the idea that. of putting a female on the list, I think, is one that should at least be considered. You know, um, personally, I think the other person they put on here, I don't know who the fuck she is, so I don't even think we should mention her. But no, the person we'll we'll get to her when she comes up on the, the list. But I know who she is. The person that I would actually that I actually think would be, I mean, based on what I've seen in the last couple of years that would be perfect for a female bond would be someone like Rebecca Ferguson, who is just a total badass in, you mean from ghost approach in ghost Prots two, no ghost Prots two, not one rogue Nash. Yes, exactly. Um, and she has the ability to do the things that bond does as a far, as far as holding her own on screen and maybe even being an object of attraction for other men. Um, you know, in the way that Bond is an object of attraction for other yeah, women, yeah, yeah. I feel like she would just be the p- perfect combination of those things. But all that aside, what do you think about this, Joe? I have no problem with a strong female lead espionage badass character. Yeah, I w- maybe make it like double O. I was gonna say six, but that's Sean Bean. And just, just, dead. just don't make it double O seven. Is what you're saying? Only because throughout the lore and the ages. It's supposed to be the same guy, right? Yeah. It's not like they give the 007 title to new people. Yeah. And he, you know, it's not like you go through well, the, no, the academy, that's... James Bond dies, then you take the 007. No, title. that's, I thought that was supposed to be the idea is that James, the same James Bond is a code name. No, no, no. That's what I've Throughout always operated movies, under. I think the it's assumption. supposed to be the same dude. Really? It's just different points of his life. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's this is the only reason I'm not okay with it is because. It wouldn't be James Bond then. It would be see. That's a woman. true. But the 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 theory I've always operated under is that James Bond is simply a, so, sort of like I said a quote unquote cold a code name and people no, 007 is the code name. That's true. But James Bond is the person. James Bond is. Him. But see, the, I guess the way I've thought about it is that 007 and the James Bond name are synonymous. I got if you. If you become a 007, you it's take... It's okay to be wrong. You, <laughs> you take the name James Bond yeah, because yeah. you don't want to risk the liability of people learning who you are. You know what I, I mean? I can see that argument. So, but, I, but no, but I, I totally... But I don't think that... I yeah, totally... Yeah. It's it, That's fine. Um, that's just a matter of personal. So I'm, I'm actually not opposed to maybe doing like... And James Bond has never done like a spin-off film. Like yeah. make... They wanted to make a Jinx movie, by the way, speaking really? of the other day. Yeah, I'm so glad that didn't um, happen. But like introduce like a bond girl who's not just like a sex machine and who's like uh, like another secret agent an equal an equal yeah. and then make a fucking movie about her like yeah. i would be totally cool with the rosamund pike being like 009 and then like have her own film yeah. i only don't want her to be james bond because she's n- literally not a man well yeah she can't be James and the, Bond. and the problem with a woman being James Bond is the association, the masculine association with that not character. Even that. Like, I'm not like hyped up on like the masculinity no, of the character. No, 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 it's just no, like no, but, he is he is a dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's that idea of preconceived notions about the character. You've yeah. had this character that's been the same way for 50 years, and then you try to change yeah. that. That can create a problem. Oh, true. You know oh, especially I mean? for so, all the misogynistic people on yeah, the internet. It would take. Let's put it this all way: all the neck would, beards would be up would, in arms. It, <laughs> it would take a serious set of balls. For a director or the producers to cast a woman as James yeah. Bond. 
I mean, if I am, I mean, it's going to take a serious set of balls for them to class to cast a black person yeah. as James Bond. Hey, if a black guy can be president, he can be James Bond. Well, no, I'm not saying it's a bad <laughs> thing. I'm just saying people are the idiots no, are going to be like, oh, you can't cast a black James Bond. Fuck you, people. If I am wrong and they do like just take this James Bond like name as a mantle, yeah, then I'm totally okay with it. But I worked under the impression the entire time that it was the same guy yeah. over all these years. It's just different points in his life. Yeah. And again, it's 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 all about. I mean, that's that that aspect of the character has always been up to debate. So yeah, they oh, never really like. It's all for me. It's more interesting. I love the idea of like, okay, this is the same person, uh, or the the same sort of mantle that different people are inhabiting. That just for me is a little more interesting to think about. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm right or wrong. That's just what I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but regardless, so who is uh, uh, next on the list? Uh, <laughs> one of your favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Transformers Age TF- of Extinction. TF4 for oh, short. Oh, shit. Jack Rayner, uh, who was in Age of Extinction, mm-hmm. he's definitely not a statutory rapist. <laughs> as the, I as love, the article I love <laughs> Slash out. Film's commentary on this. Yeah. Because he was definitely dating an underage girl in that movie. Yeah. But hey, man. But it's cool because... Would you not also date her? No, I she would... She was so I, well, hot. I mean, I would date her now because she's obviously over age and legal. But um, I also have a girlfriend, so I can't... She... Not my typical type of woman, but yeah. she was kind of hot in that film. Yeah. So I don't. I it's don't. It's funny blame because him. she's uh, what's her name uh, from uh, the Last Airbender. Oh yeah. She's like the kid, the the, yeah, the yeah. Ang's Ang's friend, whatever. I remember they said Ang in the movie, and I was just like, uh, isn't it Ang? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm white. It's like Carne Asada. Carne Asada, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Carne Asada. Carney is uh, dude. Oh god. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to say no. Jack Rayner, I just I'm just going to move on cuz I think a, this is a stupid option. I think that's just a, a that's a list filler. It's just like, oh, that's he's a, attractive. That's a list filler. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh I would not be opposed to this to this next option, man. Yeah. Um I'm sure you've all seen this little indie show called Game of Motherfucking Thrones. Well, as a matter of fact, I am actually not caught up on Game of Thrones. So Except I am... you saw the last episode. Cause no, yeah. Well, I'm, here last I, night. it's okay. I'm, I'm notorious Oops. for doing that. But I, I still I haven't caught up on uh, Game of Thrones. So I haven't seen a lot of Richard Madden's work. But, I mean, based on the photo, he looks like... Well, there it is, like Richard Madden. Could, He's the next person yeah. on the list. He could be. Uh, he, he could possibly pull it off as far as the look is concerned. He from played what Rob Stark, in case you guys didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Red Wedding was a sad day. Um, but God damn, I would say yes. Look at that picture. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a sexy boca, motherfucker. Look at that bokeh right there, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bokeh in that yeah, picture. I like it. Uh, I would, I would say, uh, if they wanted to go with a smaller, lesser known actor, right, as opposed to like an Idris Elba or someone famous. Someone who's not going to cost like $5 million yeah, a movie. I would say if they wanted to do that, yeah. this is the fucking guy. I would agree. To do it. Yeah. And he's possibly smooth. and possibly the next person because the next person is not a well, like he's not a household name so they could get him for a relatively good price. And I think he would actually, again, I haven't seen Richard Madden, but I think this next person. Who is he? Matthew Good. Okay. How uh, old is he? Who, uh, he's 38, okay. but you might, uh, n- uh, nerdy people might recognize him from uh, playing Ozymandias in Ozymandias. the Watchmen. In the Watchmen movie. Yep. Um, yep. I think Matthew Good would actually be a really great fucking choice. You know, he hasn't like, been around in a while, huh? Again, no, he he really hasn't done a lot of major things. I'm sure he's been acting and working, obviously, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I feel like he would be one of those actors who. 
it would be it would be dependent on which kind of bond you're trying to go for. Yeah. If you're going for more of a Timothy Dalton kind of like he can pull off the suaveness and the appeal, but can he pull off the action and the hard edge nature of that character? Because Matthew Good, as far as I've known, I mean, the most action he had in fucking Watchmen was standing there pointing a finger. You know, like he didn't. Hey man. He didn't really do that, that much as an hard. actor in that movie. So, um, you know, that's the big question mark with with Matthew Good. Moving on, and you said you didn't know who this was. Yes. So I'll I'll take point on this one. Um, Ruth Nega. Ruth Nega. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Wow. Ruth Ruth Nega. It's Ruth Nega. Uh, she's on Agents of Shield. Is yes. I think what she's mostly been known for, um, as like the spiky haired chick. Um, but and that's the thing is as in that the show spiky haired chick. She is. But in that show, I would based off that show alone. And like the action she's gotten in that show, I would say no. But this little show premiered called Preacher. Mm-hmm. And if you had seen it, we would be talking about it on the podcast, but you haven't I yet. know. I'm sorry. It was so I'm a loser. fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm sure and we'll talk about it next she plays week. a character in Preacher called Tulip. Okay. And god damn, she's a fucking gangster. Like, she is a fucking badass, dude. So she dude. could pull it off, possibly. Yeah, if they were to do that 009 movie that I was referring to, she, I think she could So we're just totally going to refer to a female Bond as 009 now? Well, okay, so for instance, what what would actually be really great in the next movie is what if they did have a female double O agent that was working alongside Bond? That's what I'm saying, man. That's the answer, dude. That's what I'm you, saying. You like, have don't a, replace you have Bond. A, just you have a Sean Bean type who, is, who is a woman, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's one thing I love about GoldenEye is that was the first time we ever saw another double O agent working with Bond. And that, for me, was fucking awesome. Good old Sean Bean. You know him and I are friends, right? We hung out once at New York Comic Con. It was pretty cool. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just like you and Seth. Uh, Seth, Seth Green Seth and Green, I are yeah. amazing friends. We yeah. take pictures at cons all the time. He just doesn't know it. Um, no, I would say so, that if they were to go on the woman route, I would go with uh, Ruth instead of Rosamund Pike. Oh, yeah. my my uh, Like I said, mine would be Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. She'd be perfect. But, and so um, we're going back to the first person on their list because I think it's the best fucking option. And I'm going to go Tom Hiddleston. I like it. I think at the end of the day, out of all these people on the, li- on the list, Tom Hiddleston is one of the best actors on this list and, oh, could, totally, and could totally pull off being Bond. My question is, again, what kind of Bond is he? Or wh- you know, which aspect of Bond is he playing up? And also, um, you know, I just don't know if, if, if Hiddleston has the physicality to play Bond. You know what I mean? That's I think he does. I feel like the physicality is a huge part of that character because he's such a masculine. He character, just has to get know? like a little more buff, I and mean, then I think he can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I don't see, think he'll be reprising reprising his Loki anytime soon. So see, the thing is, is I see Tom Hiddleston as a person. Is a, a anytime he plays a character, he plays a character that talks and is very talkative and is very suave. I one of the options that they put on here that actually isn't like a sort of a a, a top contender, but. That I think would actually be nah. a little more interesting than Hiddleston nah. is someone like a Tom Hardy. Nah. Is someone like a Tom Hardy, nah. dude, because he's got he's I mean, you look at like what he does in Mad Max and you could easily see how that could translate to I don't something think Tom like Hardy's Bond smooth, easily. Though. Yes, because you haven't seen well, no, you have seen a movie called Inception. His character's Inception is essentially James Bond. Ah. He can pl- he can play smooth. I wouldn't call him smooth in Inception. That's he true. Was just kind of that. Maybe like, not smooth. He, I kind of know what I'm he doing. Was knowledgeable 
if anything. He but was that like uh, quirky, still he can, he can that like quirky pickpockety kind of guy. Like he, can, he he was like uh, he was kind of squirrely, <laughs> but I, I I wouldn't call it smooth. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. But He's like the strong, silent type. Yeah. Which I think is what we got with Craig right now. That's true. It would be just another extension of that type of bond. Yeah. And I know that like maybe Tom Hiddleston is not the best choice cause, because of the Loki thing. But I do think that if there was anybody that could transcend a role and get you to forget what he had previously done, it's Hiddleston. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I guess I guess my... My biggest, re- <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I have something stuck in my throat here. Um, my biggest reservation is that it feels like something that's just a, too easy, you know, of a casting. Like it yeah. feels like the obvious choice, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But especially with a character like Bond, you need to get a, an interpretation of that character that's interesting and something that hasn't been done before. I feel like Hiddleston would be good in the sense that he's retreading what other actors have done as Bond. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Or since he's not quite as uh, physically like strong as other Bonds in the past, yeah. make you him ha- more of an intellectual. Yeah, you have a Bond that like that uses more gadgets instead, you know or I mean? or instead of getting into a fist fight, will think his way out yeah, of a fist fight. Yeah, more like a Sherlock yeah. Holmes kind of thing. Yeah, I, you know yeah, I mean? dude. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed because, to that at all. Because Daniel Craig has like this, this mm-hmm. current iteration of Bond hasn't really been relying on Q. Yeah. As much, and he doesn't have a lot of gadgets yeah. like the old Bonds. You have like a Hiddleston Bond that 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 actually that overly uses, almost overly requires yeah, on gadgets. Uses a lot of gadgets, and he he's he's not really gonna like punch the shit out of a situation. He's gonna like uh, gadget the way out he's of gonna, a situation. He's gonna you know Batman I mean? smoke bomb the situation. Yeah, the way exactly. Out of a situation. I, I, but I'd be okay with again, that. I think I think what you're saying here goes to that point of it depends which direction they want to take. Absolutely, it, you know what I mean. So it's all hypothetical at this point, but. I feel like, um, you know, obviously this conversation is going to continue until we actually hear who oh. our new Bond is actually going to be. Every time there's a new shortlist, because 11 is a long list of people, every time there's a new shortlist, we're going to be and it's talking com- about it. And, and it's completely hypothetical. We don't even know. that This is all rumored. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For all we know, Daniel Craig could be sitting at his fucking flat in London right now signing the contract oh, for I two more movies. Oh, I could use $100 million. For $100 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... As it is right now, he's declined the offer, and they're obviously, if that happens, they're going to search for someone new. So it hasn't I been do made. Need a few more it hasn't been voices. made official, but yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, Hiddleston or uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Idris Elba, or um, I'm going to I'm going to push push the boundary a little bit, but I really like Rebecca Ferguson as the new. Okay. Boss. If they decide to go that route, and 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 then I will add, if they don't want someone extremely famous, I'm gonna go with uh, Rob Stark. Yeah, or uh, Jack Rayner. Fuck. I'm you. just kidding. Fuck that. May as well just let fucking Michael, Michael Bay, Bay be James anyone? Bond then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is James Bond. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this just in: Michael Bay casts James Bond. Old timey voice. <laughs> and he's got a sidekick played by Brett Ratner. Oh God! Brett eating, Ratner is Q. Shrimp, eating shrimp cocktail off yeah. his stomach. Brett Brett Ratner is Q. Uh, Michael Bay is James Bond, and uh, who else do we hate? Uh, who's a woman that we hate? Chelsea Handler is Q, or not Q? Um, M. You don't like Chelsea Handler? I don't like Chelsea Handler. I think she's a stupid cunt. Wow! Fuck. Yeah. 
That's brutal. Yeah. I was going to say... Uh, no, she's fucking retarded. I can't even think of someone that I hate right now. Uh, that was just off the top of my head. That has nothing to do with this, but... Um, no, you know, we bring Judy Dench back just to play the one character in the movie that we do like, and then everyone yes. else is a piece of shit. Although I think Ralph Fiennes is a really solid M, and I think... You mean ben Ralph Fiennes? Fiennes. And Ben <laughs> Wishaw is a really solid Q. Um, I wish they used him more, man. Yeah. I wish they, like, they utilized... Used him, they used him a little bit uh, less in Spectre than I wish they would have. Yeah, yeah, Q is, all, I think, always kind of one of the best parts of a James Bond movie, mm -hmm. to be honest with Seeing you. Seeing what those new gadgets are. Yeah, I love the new gadgets. Yeah. But, but I think we grew up in that that Pierce Brosnan age where, like, where it was, like the gadgets were really fucking prominent. cool. Yeah. Right? Like, you would see the movie, and you're like, I'm going to play that in a video game. I love, <laughs> yeah, no, I love the pen from GoldenEye. It's like, yeah, dude, a exactly. bomb pen. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I could oh, just, man. like, turn this pen on and run outside of my teachers in middle school and blow up the classroom and never have to go to school again. <laughs> I really want to see uh, a golden gun. How cool would that well, be? Well, you just have to watch The Man with the Golden Gun, dude. They made a movie about it. It was a documentary starring James Bond. <laughs> 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 it's called The Man with the Golden Gun. Wait, they actually... Oh, fuck. Really? They, made, they really made a movie called The Man with the Golden Gun, if I'm not mistaken. But was it like the golden gun from the game? I don't game? know. I've, or I've was never it just like I've, a gold-plated gun? I've never seen the movie. I never got around to watching it. I'm not ashamed to admit that I haven't fucking seen it either, so yeah. I, I have no idea. That and uh, and Moonraker are the two classic oh, I like, movies I fucking like Moonraker. That, I've, that I've never Did seen. Never seen and that I've, I've never seen Moonraker, dude. Oh, man. I like Moonraker. I just I recently watched, um, <laughs> I recently watched uh, Octopussy for the first time. That was interesting. That's the one where the girl has eight kids, right? Yeah, she has eight tentacles coming out of her vagina. No, no, that's the anime porn you were watching last uh, night. Oh, tentacle porn, dude. Yeah. My bad. Octopussy's the one about, like, that really trashy lady who had, like, a bunch of kids. Oh, you mean Octomom. Oh, yeah. She's a stripper now. Is she really? Yeah. Why the f Who the fuck would want to watch broke. that? I don't know. It's like, it's like people who like to go to the Grand Canyon, dude. Who knows? <laughs> it's, just, it's a natural wonder of the world, <laughs> man. fucked up shit. Uh, tell us who you want to play Bond. Yes, audience feedback. Tweet at I'm the LA Nerd, mm -hmm. uh, or comment on ageofthenerd.com. Mm -hmm. or, or on uh, iTunes. Snapchat me, or on iTunes. Or on if iTunes. you guys feel like giving us a review, like, come on, motherfuckers, let us know what you think. Give us a uh, criticism. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. Tell us what you like. Uh, y'all bitches. No, just I'm just insult kidding. you to get you. Yeah, to do I know. Shit for I us. didn't. I didn't mean that. But no, seriously. <laughs> if you it, like, tell let us know what you uh, know what you guys think. You know, we want to um, hear feedback and hear what you guys are saying. And uh, you know, obviously, if you guys have an idea for Bond, let us know, and we'll talk about it on the air. Absolutely, I'm sure there are tons of people out there that have favorite actors that they think could play a phenomenal Bond that we're just not thinking of right now. Yeah, that I'm just completely not even yeah. aware of. Plus, we were following a fucking. Someone list, was so. like, someone was like, I want Dustin Hoffman as Bond, and I was like, cool. Oh yeah, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaston. <laughs> he can play the Bassman and the Bondsman. The Bassman and the Bondsman. He plays the Bondsman. He like goes around and he writes bonds, bonds for, people. for people. Yeah, it, it, it'd be great. Anyway, thank you for listening to episode twenty-three of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves. Follow me on the Twitter and Instagram at I'm the LA Nerd. And thank you, Taylor Salen, for being here as always. No problem, Joel. Thank you for waving to the screen like it's the audience, like they can hear you. I'm saying there goodbye you go. you're, to you're like, the internet. You're like, if anybody... <laughs> I love it. I love the articulation. Yeah, thank I you. I was um, waving at my camera because clearly uh, Anonymous is hacking and just watching us right now. There we go.
We're popular. We're that popular, man. Always put tape over your camera if you're doing something you don't want people to see. Yeah? Like jerking off. Nah, dude. I do that all the time. I want everybody to see that. <laughs> just hack my just, camera and you guys He just fucking it. live streams it. Yeah. He's a cam guy. I'm tentacle porn guy, dude. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I fucking We're going to get out of here later, you nerds. Peace.